This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Diana Bartolini, a speaker, writer, and spiritual director who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. It's Diana Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. I am happy to be here with you today in this lovely month of May. That kind of made a little rhyme and I'm really not a poet. So we're going to leave that there right now for now. Leave that right there for now. There we go. We're done with the quasi-poetry. Though I do enjoy reading poetry. There are things that are going on in this world that make life difficult. And I've talked about this on and off a couple of times, the sense that, that the world is very heavy right now. And we need to take care of ourselves so that we can be the kind, loving people we want to be, and also that we can be present and help others who are in need of our assistance, whatever that might look like in your own life. You know, if you listen to any podcasts, other podcasts, uh, if you, you know, are on social media, if you go into a bookstore, you look at books, right now, and actually it's been for some time, there's this huge genre. I don't know if genre is the right word, but we'll just go with it for now. This notion maybe of self-care, especially for women. Now, maybe it is out there for men as well, and I'm just not paying attention because, well, surprise, I'm not a man, but you already knew that. So self-care. I don't really understand so much what self-care looks like for most people. For a lot of people, it, it seems to me to be very externally focused on looks and buying things, two things which are just not of really of any great interest to me. Um, I'm not saying that I don't take care of myself and, and try not to look appropriate and shower and things like that. Of course, I do all of that. But it's just not a real big focus, you know, manicures, pedicures, all uh, all of those things, spa days, they're fun, but they're really not who I am. And so I started to really ponder because the whole point of self-care is so that your cup, so to speak, is full. And so then you can serve and care for others. And I get that. I, I get that idea very much. And I've seen it play out in my own life and in other people's lives that, you know, when when you're exhausted, when you don't have energy, when you don't have patience, you're not very kind, loving, and helpful. I mean, at least I'm not. So I started to think about rather than self-care, which sometimes gets a bad rap or bad reputation, uh, what about soul care? Soul care, S-O-U-L care. How can we take care of our soul? And I thought to myself, I know, I know for a fact that when I take care of my soul, I am able to do the things that I want and need to do. And sometimes there are things I need to do that I don't want to do, but I do them anyway because I love the person who is in need or I want to extend myself or I want to challenge myself a little bit and move out of my own little comfort zone, my own little world. How can we have the internal resources, so to speak, to do that. And I think caring for our soul is how we can do that. So I'm going to give you five very simple ways to take care of your soul 
on a regular basis. These are five things that I would urge you, suggest to you, ask you to consider doing each of these five things every day. Now, if you know me, you know that none of this is going to be earth-shatteringly difficult because I am not about making your life difficult, but rather incorporating the truth, the beauty and goodness of our faith into our daily lives so that we can live our life to the fullest. All right, I'm going to stop talking about that and I'm going to get right to the point, which are the five ways to care for your soul. Number one, start every day with prayer. No questions asked on this one. Start your day with prayer. If you want to pray the Our Father, go right ahead. If you want to simply say, God, I offer to to you today everything that happens, and I ask you to be with me so that I do it all to the best of my ability and according to your will, amen. You can make up the prayer. You can get a prayer that you've known from childhood. You can find something called a morning offering online. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Whatever it is, short and simple. Ha, that's just like me. I'm short and I'm simple. That's the first thing I want you to do every morning as you're walking to the bathroom, say a prayer. Number two, read scripture. Every day, read scripture. Whether it be a daily devotional where you're just reading three lines of scripture, if you want to read the daily mass readings, whatever it is you want to do. If you want to just open up your Bible and go, you know, oh, I'm going to read this today. And then tomorrow you open it up and you read a different section. Whatever it is, read some scripture every day. It does not have to be a large amount and it doesn't have to be for study and deep pondering, but read some scripture every day. Third thing, spend time in nature every day. Look at the beauty of creation. I realize for some of you, that's not of interest And I will tell you honestly, I do like to be outside, but typically when I'm outside, I'm not really focusing on nature, so to speak, but I'm trying because I do see how it helps me in my own daily life. So today I was out walking early this morning and I I mean, I live in a pretty residential, you know, residential neighborhood. It's not like a farm or anything like that, but there were some bunnies and I took a really cute picture of a bunny just sitting there sat there for a really long time. And um, I thought, well, isn't that adorable? I think I'll send that picture to my grandchildren. They like bunnies. Just a simple thing, you know, just admiring God's creation, the sky, the clouds, the trees. If you like birds, you listen to the birds singing, whatever it is, notice some things outside of yourself and outside of the created world so meaning the natural world that God created rather than the man-made things in this world. Just notice a few things in nature. Next thing I'm going to suggest, silence. This might be that you decide instead of listening to music on your way to work, you are quiet. Or maybe when you come home at night, at the end of your day, you go sit on the back porch or your front porch and you sit quietly for about 10 minutes just collect yourself. So there you're doing two things at once, right? You're spending time in nature and you're being quiet. You have to be a little creative sometimes, right? So silence. Silence is really important. And it goes beyond the fact that we live in a noisy world because I believe that the need for silence is in all of us. We shy away from it 
because it is in silence that things are revealed to us that we may not like. But that really isn't the purpose of this silence so much. It's just to quiet yourself down, quiet down the noise in your head, and just be, just relax. The last thing I'm going to suggest, a practice of gratitude. I've talked about this many times on this podcast. Uh, there's a couple of, there's one episode with a friend of mine on the ch- a chaplet of gratitude. Another time I talked about GLAD, which is gratitude, learning, accomplishment, delighted, right? You, you take the word GLAD and you put one of those for each of those uh, letters. What are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? It can be the biggest thing. It can be the smallest thing. Don't judge your gratitude. This is what I'm going to tell you. If you were ever a little child, and we're just going to go with everybody was once a little child. When I was a little girl, where I lived, we used to have those um, yellow, little yellow flowers in the grass. They were dandelions. That's it, dandelions. Um, And I can remember picking those dandelions and giving them to my mother or my grandmother or my great-grandmother. And they would just be thrilled. It was a weed. But you know what? It's okay, right? They were grateful that I thought about them. That's the point. It was a small thing, just a little dandelion, but the fact that I cared enough about my mom to give it to her and she was happy about it, that was enough for me, right? And it made me want to be kind and to be generous again. So what are you grateful for? What are the dandelions in your life that you're grateful for? Appreciation for the little things, gratitude. All right, so what are the five things I'm going to recap? Start the day with prayer. Read some scripture. Spend time in nature admiring the beauty of God's creation. Spend some time in silence and have a practice of gratitude. If on a regular basis, you incorporate those five things into your life and care for your soul, for your inner life, you're going to be able to be a better person in your outer life. What is inside of us is always going to come out in one way or another. And so what do we want to exhibit in our life? Is it goodness, kindness, love, gentleness, also known as the fruits of the spirit? Or do we want to be angry and bitter and difficult? Those are our choices that we have. So what choice are you going to embrace? And if we want to embrace the goodness that God has made us and put in us, then I think these ways to care for your soul will definitely be of help to you. So for your not lukewarm challenge is... I'm not going to ask you to do one thing this week. I'm going to ask you to do all five of those every day. I know it's tough, but you know what? I believe in you and I believe you can do it because I think that when you put your mind to it and you ask for God's help, you will find the time and the energy and the ability to do all of these five things. So that's my challenge to you for this week. I hope you have a wonderful week. I would love to hear how this challenge goes. And I encourage you all to always live not lukewarm. Thanks for listening. I want to let you know that if you are a person 
who plans events, retreats, or just short talks for people, I am very much interested in coming to meet your group. And I'd be happy to tailor my talk for whatever it is your group needs, whether it be some spiritual enrichment, whether it be helping people who serve in ministry, whether it be learning about something specific from scripture or a certain topic that you want to incorporate, reach out to me, send me a note, and I'll be happy to talk with you about how we can make that happen. The best place to reach me is to go to livenotlukewarm.com and you can find out how to get in touch with me. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, tell a friend, or leave a review wherever you listen. Show notes and links are at notlukewarmpodcast.com.